Hi and welcome to the first podcast of Lost Girl Trails. My name is Crazy and I'm the author of this blog. Well, as you know, my blog is actually about my adventures and trips around Chile, where I am based now. And just to give you a little bit of background, I've been here for two years now. I spent the first year of my stay here just traveling around Chile before I started working. And I decided to create this blog because I really love writing and I like sharing my experiences to others. And then I've met a lot of interesting people here. I mean, from my work or even just people in the streets or from events and I've heard a lot of amazing stories and different profiles and that's why I decided to share some of their stories here and create these podcasts. Well, I hope that you will enjoy this because I'm going to be interviewing a lot of different personalities, locals or foreigners, and I hope you enjoy it. Now, we all know that moving to another country is nothing but easy. Yes? Well, first, we have to think about how we can get there if we have resources. And of course, we know, or if we know, anyone there. Then there's always this tough decision of whether we're willing to give up the career we have in our original country and take the risk of starting all over again in a new one, you know. Uh, job hunting, the application process, adjusting to a new environment, and sometimes even working with people who speak in another language. Well, personally, I used to work as a writer and editor in the Philippines for four years. And when I was preparing to come to Chile, I was super anxious if I could find a job related to what I used to do or at least related to English. When I started working last year in an English institute here in Santiago, it was run by Chileans, and so I had to speak in Spanish a quarter of the time, with the administrators, of course. Even if I knew Spanish back then, I had to learn how to express my thoughts in different kinds of situations, like finding buses, trying not to get lost, or fixing schedules, and things like that. Well, as challenging as it sounds, it actually helped me a lot. Hmm. Well, I'm going to share more tidbits of my Chilean life in the next episodes, but today, for the first episode of this podcast series, we will be talking with Nate Pulse, an American English teacher in Chile, who will share with us his decision to do a bold career change and travel the world. He will also talk about his adventures in Chile and how he has adapted to new culture and new environment and more. Stick around, you're listening to Lost Girl Trails Podcasts with me, Crazy. Hi Nate, how are you doing? Hey Crizel, what's going on? Oh, everything's fine. And how was your day today? No complaints. Awesome. Beautiful day today. Oh, that's good to know. All right. Before we start, I just remember that the first time we met in the institute, and this is like a normal scenario in a new workplace, 
the first questions we ask were, you know, what country are you from, or you know, like your experiences in Chile, if you of like course. Chile, things like yes. that. And I remember when you told me your story of your decision to come here to Chile, I was like, wow, like that's different. That's that's amazing. So, can you share with us what you used to do before you came to Chile and why you decided to move here? Yes, uh, for the past uh, number of years, I've been working in the hospitality industry, specifically food and beverage. I was uh, bartending and waiting tables as well. And how many years did you work as such? Uh, for the past five years. Five years. Yes. Yeah. And how was it going for you back there? You know, it was it was going well when I first uh, fell into food and beverage uh, years ago. Um, I enjoyed it. I was uh, attracted to the quick cash, and you know, it was good to be able to sp spend money, enjoy myself, but also save money at the same time. Um, but you know, it's just one of the reasons why I decided to come to Chile because I wasn't really enjoying it for the past year, and I just needed a, a change of scenery with with the job. Right. When you were thinking about moving to uh, another country, how long did it take for you to really make sure that I really want to go to Chile? Well, I've always been fascinated by the Chilean culture, but uh, this past year when I was thinking about moving abroad and teaching as a different experience, really not long at all. It was kind of spontaneous. I, I made the decision in... June to come to Chile, and I ended up here in September, just literally three months later, four months later. Right. Yeah. And did you find uh, work immediately when you arrived here? Well, so what I did, I signed up and took a teacher training course uh, called the IDELT, which is a CELTA equivalent, mm -hmm. um, which certified me in TEFL, and uh, trained me to become a professional English teacher and with that that allowed me to find work here and that's what I'm doing nowadays uh, teaching English right mm -hmm. and do you feel that your decision to come here was worth it yes so it wasn't like a very difficult decision for you then no not at all yeah I'm I'm really enjoying it so far well and how has your life here been so far do you think you've adjusted to the culture to the people with the language things like that uh yes i i strongly believe so as with anything it takes time uh to adjust and get used to things i'll say the first uh three months uh moving abroad um anytime you do that the first few months are always the most challenging but uh you know the fact that you know i'm still here and i'm feeling uh, good about things and in better spirits, I'm definitely going to continue to be here for a while. That's good. Yeah. What were some of the things, because you mentioned, like, you, for the first month, of course, it was the adjustment phase, right? So what were some of the things that you had to get over with before you said that, you know, I think I'm okay here? Well, the the first four weeks, uh, again, I mentioned I took this uh, IDELT training course. So through Bridge, I uh, paid for the tuition, but I bought a, a bundle package through Bridge that included a number of things, including living with a Chilean host family the first four weeks uh, being here. And that was a good adjustment. Um, 
it was a great experience. Um, at the same time, my senora and I, we drove each other crazy um, in a good way, but um, now that I'm on my own um, and have a little bit of my own a little bit more of my own space. I'm I'm enjoying myself nowadays. Oh, so you stay with a foster family? Yes. Did you know Spanish before coming here? I I did study Spanish a little bit in the United States. Yes, um, but it certainly improved living uh, with the family on on a daily basis. It was me, my senora, and I had a roommate from uh, Japan. So it's like a mixed culture in the house then? Definitely a mixed culture in the house, yes. So it was basically the time to practice your Spanish. Did you have any problems, you know, like language barriers and dealing with people who basically speak in another language that you're not really fluent in? Well, I'm pretty good at charades. So if I need <laughs> to get a point across, I'm pretty good at doing that. <laughs> like if you want water, you can just... Exactly. As in, they call it Tarzan talk, right? <laughs> it's a very good survival skill, though. Yeah. <laughs> I remember you mentioned one time that you're studying Spanish again. Yes. I'm not in any specific... I'm not enrolled in any Spanish course uh, at the moment. I think I might be interested in the future. But right now, I'm my roommates are... You know, very good at Spanish, and they help me all the time. So I definitely um, learn on a daily basis uh, living with local Chilean. Right. Oh, so you have a Chilean roommate? Yes. And obviously he talks to you in Spanish? Yes. Oh, that's a good practice. Yeah, it definitely is. His oh. English is good too, but he speaks uh, more Spanish. He's more comfortable with Spanish. Exactly. Yes. How is your Spanish now? It's okay. You know, when it comes to learning another language, I believe there is, you know, more than one step. Uh, because sometimes when you learn a language, you might feel a little embarrassed um, in terms of your skills, and you might not want to just speak anything at all right away. Um, but once you can overcome that and actually, like, have the confidence to be like, all right, I'm here, I need to do it. Right. My Spanish is horrible, but if I can somehow get the point across um, and that I'm confident in speaking Spanish with a lot of mistakes, then the next step from that is actually just fine-tuning uh, the Spanish skills, the, the language skills. So it's, um, it's, it's really it's all about the confidence. Exactly. Actually, it's also the same problem in English. You know, sometimes when we talk with confidence and, you know, we don't really notice the other, pe other person's mistake. Exactly, exactly. And that's what, you know, I tried to do with my students is, you know, there's been a number of times where I've complimented and be like, your pronunciation is great. You, your English is very good. You just, you, you need to just practice speak more. Really? Why is it? English is great. <laughs> yes, I just told you. A native speaker just told you. So take that and run with it. Like use that confidence. Use that as a self-esteem booster. And it's it's really it's all about that when it comes to learning another language. Yes. Yeah. It's really helpful to give those confidence boosters. You know, whether you're learning English or another language, because it makes you feel like, oh, okay. Um, I think I can be better at this. You know, and. I don't have any fear of talking in another language. Exactly. That's what it all comes down to.
Let's talk about your teaching experience. Uh, is course. this your first time teaching English? It is not. I actually... So, back in 2009, uh, a year after graduating from university, I joined uh, the Peace Corps and was a volunteer English teacher in the country of Mongolia. So, did you stay in Mongolia for a long time? I lived in Mongolia for 15 months exactly. Really? Yes. How was your experience there? Uh, my experience was great. Um, from really being involved in the culture, um, having to use the outhouse um, for the restroom with no running water. Definitely a different <laughs> big culture shock there. But the teaching English over there was good. I taught... Um, people of all ages, um, from kindergarten through high school, and then um, adults and professionals in the town as well. That's excellent. Yes. So, did you also learn the language? Because, you know, you stayed there for almost a year, probably, you picked up some words. Uh, I def definitely was. I considered myself to be at an intermediate level of Mongolian when I left, because I was maybe one of two English speakers in the town, so I really right. was forced to learn it. <laughs> <laughs> That's true, actually. And did you travel to other countries after that? Yes. Uh, so when I was there, I took uh, a three-week uh, vacation to South Korea, and that is a fantastic country. Yeah, I've heard a lot of amazing things. The people there are so friendly, the food is out of this world, um, beautiful scenery, and just lots to do. Wow. And did you also teach English there? No, just went there to travel. All right. So how long, more or less, um, had you been traveling before you came to Chile? Uh, I've been traveling for nearly like 15 years now. I caught the travel bug at an early age. My first time out of the United States was at age 16 traveling to Europe. Mm -hmm. And I've been to a number of countries and in Europe, lived in Asia... Visited Africa, and now, now I'm here in Chile. That's awesome. Yeah, I'm very fortunate, very fortunate to have the experience that I've had up to this point in time. And now that you've settled here in Chile, mm -hmm. do you like the country? Yes, I like it a lot. What do you like most about the country? I love how like warm and friendly uh, the people are and how accepting they are. Mm -hmm. That someone like me is willing to take the chance to move to another country and do something to help them. Um, I can't tell you how many times just whether I've been walking down the street and maybe I said something wrong or mm -hmm. if someone saw someone who looked a little shady, like how many times people have looked out for me and said, no, you don't do this. Um, you know, let me help you. Like, I'll show you. Like, I've been very fortunate in the uh, experiences that I've had with the people I've, I've encountered, not, not just from my roommates to my family, but just people on the street as well. Right. Well, that's really thoughtful. Mm -hmm. I actually get the same comment sometimes, like, you know, don't do this or don't do that, you know, just for your safety and things like that. Exactly, yeah. So those little things shows a lot about their culture. Yeah, definitely, definitely. They're, they're really great people. Yeah. Yeah. Do you like um, the, how about the food and the environment? I like the food here a lot. It's great. I, you know, there are a few things I really don't care for, and one of them is mayonnaise, and mayonnaise seems to be on <laughs> everything. So anytime I order 
food, I always have to say without mayonnaise. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Well, considering you have a Chilean roommate, yes. Uh, did you learn some, I don't know, new things about Chilean culture? No, not. I mean, I learn something new every day, and it hasn't been that much through my roommate. Uh, the one thing he's good for is uh, just correcting my grammar. Um, and, you know, he, he likes to talk a lot, so I, I love to listen to his stories. So, and he, he's a musician, and he's uh, doing a great job with his band, so. You're really lucky to have a Chilean roommate then? Yes, definitely am. Right. You mentioned that um, when we were talking some days ago, you mentioned that you're going on a vacation. Yes. Yeah. So I, going? I, I leave in a week to go to Easter Island for five days. Wow. Yeah. Super excited. I have two friends who are coming down from the United States, and we're going to travel over to Easter Island together. Mm. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. For five days. Yeah, for five days. I'm super excited. There's like a popular tourist destination here in Chile, isn't it? It is. And it's definitely not a cheap trip, but I've known for a long, long time that If I ever make it to Chile, I was going to visit Easter Island to see the Moai Stoneheads. Right, like a must-visit place. Exactly. Are you going to another place after that? Yes, so my parents will uh, be visiting me, and at the end of February, they'll be here for a good 10 to 12 days, and they'll be here in Santiago. We'll do some day excursion trips. Mm -hmm. uh, one of them that my mom set up, I'm super excited about, is we're going to do a tour of a winery and uh, ride horses. Right. So we're going to be literally uh, drinking wine as we ride horses. <laughs> which just sounds amazing. Can you imagine? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the wineries are also another must-see here in, in Chile, right? Yes. Yes, they are. Wines are fantastic. <laughs> Well, um, so you mentioned earlier that you think you're going to be staying here for a long time? Yes. Do you still have plans to travel to another country? Yes, yes I do. So while my parents are here, um, like I mentioned, they'll be here in Santiago for a number of days, but we're also going to go to Argentina and mm -hmm. visit uh, Patagonia in the Argentinian side. Yeah, so we'll fly to Bariloche and then to Ushuaia. Yeah. That sounds fantastic. Super excited. Right. Well, good luck with that and have fun. Thank you. I will. Right. Well, lastly, what is your advice to those people who feel stuck in what they're doing and they want a change, but they are afraid of taking risks? Don't think twice about it. Just do it. Because <laughs> the, the more you think about it, the, the more you're just going to psych yourself out of it. So just... Just do it. <laughs> Great. That's awesome. Well, thank you so much, Nate. It's <laughs> all good. I wish you the best for your trip. Thank you. Thank you. Appreciate that. Well, there you have it, Nate Pauls. Well, thank you so much for listening to this first episode of Lost Girl Trails podcast. If you have any questions or comments, you can do so by commenting in my blog, lostgirltrails.wordpress.com. You can also email me at chriselnunes at gmail.com. That is K-R-Z-L-N-U-N-E-S at gmail.com. Well, I hope to 
see you guys next time. For the next episode of Lost Girl Trails, I will be talking with an English teacher from India. So I hope that you guys tune in. Until the next time, have a great day.